How's the levels? I think the levels are pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I, sound, I brought uh, my A game levels. I mean, you sound great to me, dude. <laughs> well, I thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, you starting to get pick up that like Kentucky deep draw, dudes. It's going great um, for you. Kind of. I'm I'm practicing so that I can talk with some of my coworkers. So okay. Um, if you were to knock on someone's office door and pop your head in, uh, they might say something like, "Ha." <laughs> Well, <laughs> so I'm working on that. Okay, well that's cool. You gotta, I mean, you gotta fit in, dude. You gotta win in Rome. You yeah, know? basically. Um, how's uh, how's the energy level today? You say you're pretty tired. You're up. You're up late. Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, I was busy cooking for the Lichties. Uh, yeah, Aaron and his wife Zoya. We had. Uh, I I went over the top on the menu. It was pretty extensive. We had. Uh, what did we start with? We had. Uh, Ashley made a charcuterie board that was beautiful, like A plus amazing. Um, and then, yep. which was itself probably enough food for the meal. Mm-hmm. And uh, then uh, I made some scallops that turned out really well and uh, some macaroni and cheese, which was okay. And some fresh green beans, which were pretty good. And some, um, some like, sous vide filet mignon that turned out pretty good and then yeah and then uh, zoya made cheesecake so the uh, this this episode of slip angle is brought to you by zoya cheesecake yeah are you having that right now Uh, i did have the in in the last like few minutes it was terrific i'm jealous i'm jealous i'm a solo dad the next few days and we had uh reheated mac and cheese so i mean we're we're sort of on that same level but we're missing a lot of key elements was it <laughs> so, uh was it blue box no it was uh it was a mother-in-law special oh well that counts i mean there was some there were little, some little sausages in there so that's cool yeah. um sometimes when um when ashley and i really want to class it up um mm-hmm. we'll uh we'll we'll, we'll cut some hot dog into coins and brown them in a pan and then throw them in our mac and cheese. And that's how we do oh, yeah. real fancy. That's how you live that life, man. Yeah. I'm sitting in my Honda fit waiting to pick up my daughter. She's coming out in about an hour. Where? So we're doing, we're doing podcasts. Well, she's got a little girls group with some kids from school. So. And you're just like creeping outside waiting there. I mean, there's a bunch of parents out here just sitting in cars, like playing on their phones. So I figured now it's time to record podcasts. Yeah. So. It's probably a good time. Yep, um, and I uh, just picked up some new fluids for uh, for the. I, got, I did the oil on this thing. I'm gonna do the trans fluid and flush the radiator because like who knows what's in there. Um, and uh, I also got uh, I hooked up the Apex Pro uh, OBD2 scanner um, and a data thing. Uh, downloaded a bunch of different data apps to like because these things don't have like any gauges, you know, like they got oh attack. sure <laughs> they got attacking like an overheat light. Um, so, uh, so, uh, when we hopefully, uh, when I hopefully get this thing on track again on Saturday, I can monitor the actual temperature and see where she actually lies. So, where, where are you going on Saturday? Uh, I mean, I think we are going to be at Putnam, so. It's going to be great. Yeah. When's this one, when are you going to put this one out? Um, well, I still haven't put out the one that we recorded last week. I was hoping right. to do that like in the next day or so, but, yeah. uh, we, we could do two this week and just like you know, double header. 
you know, maybe... I, mean, I, don't, I don't think we're going to uh, make or break the, uh, the winning formula track. Day. I think we actually talked about it, but I don't remember. I don't remember either, but I am going to rent a garage uh, because I'm going to be bumming tools off of people. And the reason that that is required is most of my goods, as I've said, are in storage. And I went uh, to the storage locker to find a few things before we go to the track. And I was looking specifically for my like, you know, cheap Harbor Freight jack. Found the jack, no problem. What I did not find was the jack handle. Mm. She's a key element of that jack. It's it's a really important step. (laughs) Uh, It's it's a quality part of it. And so you could say, well, you could go buy another one. That seems wasteful and frivolous, uh, given that at some point in the future, yeah, at some point in the future, I'm going to have this jack and it's going to be working. And I already have two jacks, but I have exactly zero jack handles. Sounds like you, you're definitely one jack off, dude. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That was an Austin, Austin caliber joke. I mean, it's close. It might not be that good, but you know. Um, um, well, I'm, I'm glad you found part of your jack, but that's not enough. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people will have tools. And what do you even need to do to your Civic at the racetrack? So I need to swap the wheels over because uh, I'll at least drive up and drive home on the standard wheels. Because, okay. like, again, I don't have any tools here, so it, I can't change the wheels before I get there anyway. Um, and I right. should put different brake pads on the front. So, yeah. What do you have for brake pads? Uh, I'm running the Hawk. DTC 60s. Yeah, that's a good set. It's fine. Um, yeah, I, I've used a lot of 60s. I like, I've, I got 70s in my um, GLTC Civic right now. And then Danny from G Lock sent me some R16s for the for the fit. And I freaking love them. They're good. Uh, I like both those brake companies. They make good stuff. So. I'm uh, on the Evo. I was really, really partial to the uh, Raybestos ST43s. Dude, it's a beast of a pad, and they last a long time. They do, yeah. They are mon- They tear up rotors a little bit, but like they are a monster pad. So yeah, uh, so it's like a, it's, it seems to be like that one pad that like works in almost every situation for everyone that I know from like an eighteen hundred pound like SCCA Pride car with no windshield to like four thousand pound Evos for time attack. So um, it's a wild, wild pad. Yeah, I I need to I need to buy some more pads. So, um, how how much do you have left? Because uh, you did the barber. If I had to guess, would... and 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 maybe maybe my guess is not good, but if I had to guess, I'd say maybe half. Um, okay. It I guess it would surprise me if the DTC sixties you know burned up half a pad in one weekend, but maybe. Well, those are like the OEM brakes on that. They're not tiny, but they're not huge either. Sure. For the weight, they're like adequate for some HPD use. Mm-hmm. So uh, I have an Apex Pro uh, Gen 2 unit that I'm going to be taking with me and Mm -hmm. um, trying to focus on like me driving and me going faster. So um, I thought about or I I would really want to take the fit, um, but I've had zero time um, to go through the car at all. And have I'm you not, even had time to register it? Uh, it is now registered, yeah. But I still have an Indiana driver's license. I'm hoping to fix that soon. Oh boy, you got like you got like a solid work weekend to get these things registered. So. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. That's stupid. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, uh, the the guys at the winning formula are going to help me go through the fit. Not that it needs much of anything, but like I'm not about to take a car on track that I can't 
review myself and right. hasn't been reviewed at all. Um, yeah, you got to give it a look over and you got to flush the fluids, put some decent oil in there, get some new brake fluid, stuff like that. Yeah. So. And like, I couldn't tell you what pads are on it and I couldn't, um, I mean, I don't know, just really basic stuff. I couldn't, I'm, I'm just not about to take that on track just yet. I know that One, they're very, very slow, but yeah, but still you got to have like some decent stuff on it, like brake fluid, brake pads. Uh, and I and think like te- uh, Kevin had taken it on track before. I drove uh, I drove your fit uh, at NOLA in the in the rain when we were at NOLA. Um, he drove it at NOLA. I don't know if he drove it anywhere else. Maybe at Gingerman one time, but it um, is really a great car, though. Um, super basic. Uh, for, I would recommend uh, if if you're if you're in the wheel while you get the wheel off, um, get some high temperature grease and like every time you take it to the racetrack, grease the caliper slides on it. Okay. Um, just just basically when you change the pad, like pull the caliper off. Carefully pop the slides out of the out of the little booty things there, uh-huh. and uh, wipe wipe the because the grease gets a little like uh, on OEM calipers on Honda stuff. It's usually like just a barely inadequate size, and the grease is going to get kind of sticky and hard and, and and thicker. And you wipe it off, throw some new high temp synthetic grease in there uh, each time. Like you're going to get better pad wear. It's going to better pad better pedal feel stuff like sure. that. So. So other than that, that's like all I did except for flush fluids. I'm going to go to Putnam this weekend and then hopefully be on track uh, at Barber in January. I think that'd be great. Okay. I would like to get that Barber day. I can't make any promises. Well, um, you're, you're (laughs) like, uh, what is the word? Dependably not dependable uh, as it relates to doing stuff outside of grid life. Well, yeah, there's not a lot of extra time. So, uh, I told Trisha yesterday. I've literally flaked like one time on you. Like I'm like, and it was a week out. I'm like, I don't think I can make I it. Think I think I've been to Barber two or three times. Two times. Is it two and times? One time I was maybe going to go. And the other time I was like, I don't know. Uh, you went down to just like hang out the one time. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I had to tell Trisha yesterday that I, uh, can't go to grid life game night in Vegas, which makes me sad because I've never missed one. Mm-hmm. Because uh, the like the the CEO of our company is coming to visit our site, and uh, we we basically have to um, kind of put up uh, our our best foot forward, so to speak, and make everything look perfect. And right. uh, I probably should be present for that. So I told yeah. Trisha, I was like, "Okay, right now I'm I'm not coming." Uh, but if he cancels last minute or any time between now and then, I'm absolutely coming. Didn't he? Wasn't he supposed to be there right before Road America? No, that was a different guy. But oh, different, different fancy guy. Yeah, someday I'd like to be important enough where, like, if I uh, go somewhere, people will uh, run around and polish the floors um, to make it look really nice for when I show up. Some that that is a personal goal. I have zero zero uh, relation to that goal. I don't want. To, <laughs> I, I would rather like show up and be like, "Sup, sup, <laughs> sup, dude, sup, man." Yeah, I, I don't want to feel that fancy. But, um, the uh, yeah, the the Road America event. You you were gonna go early, and then you weren't gonna go early, and then you actually did go early because whoever fancy German like didn't show up. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh. Yeah, and that worked out, I think, really well. It was nice to be able to stay there a little bit longer. And yeah. um, 
the 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 drive back was just so unbelievably long though. I'm we're we're learning lessons as it relates to traveling with the bus and one of those lessons is like pack everything at lunchtime so yeah. that uh, after awards you can leave immediately. Yeah, it's a little different than your non-slide out Ford van front. You know, you got to put the slides in, you got to do all the things and it's giant and uh, yeah, it takes a little more time to pack up a big thing versus a little thing. Well, and uh, we didn't do this at Heartland, but there was a there was an RV waste station at Heartland that we did not use because we were like, well, maybe we need to use the bathroom on the way home. Right. Um, you know, I can tell you, uh, cleaning your RV station uh, at a truck stop at like one thirty a.m. is way worse than doing it in the daytime while you're still at the track. Yeah, way so, worse, dude. Way so, worser. like, yeah, you know. Bathroom is off limits uh, following Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. I uh, did you use the one at Road America or no? Uh, no, um, we ended up just using uh, the RV for for uh, kind of everything. Right. Um, the diesel fired water heater. No, the, I mean, did you use the dump station? At Road oh America? yeah, that that's super great. It's easy. That's a nice dump station. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like that on a podcast about track cars we're talking about rv dump stations hey man some of them are pretty bad <laughs> um i'm trying to think of one that's particularly bad ginger one was not the best that's uh, true but at it, least it has one yeah it's uh, fine uh usually usually like the worst part about the ginger one is it's got the like the water hose is it's an on off switch and when you hit it on it's like a it's like a thousand psi one inch stream and you got to hold on to it like a fireman <laughs> <laughs> so i'm trying but, to think of uh tracks that we go to that have rv facilities of some kind um and gingerman does road america Auto, does mid ohio does. does not autobahn does not yeah, autobahn does uh mid ohio is just kind of a little it's, it's a little out of the way dump but it's it is bad, there but um ncm doesn't, do doesn't have anything i don't think no they don't have one Tell Busby, Busby, if you're listening to this, man, you should get some RV facilities. I mean, maybe they have one, but I, I think I asked them and they didn't have one this year. So we'll see. Um, where else do we go, or where are we gonna go, and do they have uh, facilities? Oh, AMP, I'm not sure. Um, NJMP, yes, I think they do. I asked them about it. I forget though. Um, Lime Rock, I don't know. Um, you heard it here first. We're going to Lime Rock. Data secured. Had a good call with Skip Barber himself the other day. That's so, so cool. Yeah, they're real stoked. It's going to be a. I'm not going to make any like announcements about what it is. It's going to be kind of a motorsports festival of sorts, celebrating like a, a certain era, uh, and it's going to be sick. I'm excited about it. So, so um, uh, I we're doing like what seems like a million events next year. Um, Lime Rock is going to be one of those that I absolutely try to go to, even though it is very far. Uh, even if I have to take like a week long vacation and just like make, make a I mean, thing not, out of it. Um, it's far, but it's like not a thousand hours. Because I want to eat New Haven pizza. Like that's why I want to go. Yeah. <laughs> our buddies out at FCP Euro, who the show is also brought to you by all of our shows are brought to you by them. I think still, um, they bought some New Haven pizza when Chris and I were out there. And when we bought this junky fit that I'm sitting in, um, it's really, it was really good. So yeah. It was stupid good. <laughs> it's very unique, very flaky. 
like bubbly, like flaky crust, but man, was it awesome. So, yep. Um, kind of a burnt, uh, burnt edge all around it. It was like wood fired. It's, I think it's amazing, dude. Yeah, I know. That's why I want to go. Have you been there? No. Yeah. It was really good. I mean, and if you're going to be a food snob like me, you should at least have tried it, you know? I mean, uh, I think it's quite a ways from Limerick, though. Limerick is like an hour and a half from FCP Euro, so. I don't care. But I'll take probably, the fit with me, and we'll just go. Pretty much, it's it's pretty much on the way, but, um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited about Limerick. It's going to be cool. Um, probably, uh, probably not drive my GLTC car there, um. Just uh, it's going to be a busy event. I can already tell it's going to be a, a busy event because it's very hard, hard starts and stops on the time and stuff like that. Well, but. other than uh, track day picnic and Honda meet, what event is an easy event? Um, what event? Was, hold on. Is, what event of ours is an easy event? Uh, Road America this year wasn't so bad because we had we had Gary. No, uh, you like you had a panic attack because we had fog. No, I know this year was hard because of the because of the weather. But typically, it's not that hard anymore because like you, you set schedule, you get enough time in the day to fix the problems. And like I drove all the sessions that I could in my spec fit, which is good. Um, Mid Ohio has turned into we've done it enough times. We have good good uh, like a good run of show there and a good like like they kind of kind of let us do what we want now because Gary Gary established our dominance there for us. Did um, did he pee on their leg? I think so, and so I've I've driven my GLTC car there the last couple of years, um, and it hasn't like it hasn't been that crazy difficult to do so. Um, I don't know, like they're all starting to get easier as we get like more experienced staff and stuff. But, yeah, and on the uh, like the grid life staff side, running grid is now you know like an afterthought. It it just happens with yeah because we've got good staff doing it. Um, I've really been enjoying uh, John Raymond's like daily posts tagging LaCroix trying to get a sponsorship. And it's like a one second clip of him standing next to a race car opening a can of LaCroix. It just, he, it's, it's <laughs> I have hilarious. not noticed these. I don't go on the, on the, is it on Instagram or Facebook? Or I think that? it's both. But yeah, uh, I, I'd like I, to have John on the podcast. He lives an interesting life, his, his race car existence. Yeah, all he does is go to racetracks. Like, I think he's going to be at racetracks this year, like 48 weekends a year. So, That's insane. Um, yeah, hoping to have him more at, uh, at Grid Life in the future. Dude's dude's very experienced, very good. Um, him and Cohen have been l- learning to work good together. Everybody's working good with, with John. And, yeah, just uh, the more experienced people we can get, the better. Well, and I don't uh, want to, like, fawn over uh, John Raymond, but that he does, um, like – just oozes with cool. And I, I like, I don't know how to describe it, but it's just like, I don't know that that guy has to like pretend ever to be cool. At he's got all. that Tom Cruise top gun vibe, dude. That's yeah. all. He just like has it. He's got the right sunglasses for it usually too. Well, that's what he said. Yeah. He said, Tom that's Cruise all it takes. Vibe. Yeah. I don't believe have it. the right glasses. Um, the uh, uh, yeah, the Road America Day, like if the weather had been perfect, like on Saturday morning, like that event would have been pretty awesome. Like we had a couple of crashes in the afternoon on Sunday because the all of a sudden it gets wet and people crash, but like people are gonna crash at, at Road America. Like it just happens. It does happen, especially when you're but, trying to go quickly. Yeah, um, I really felt like 
So I'd done a few laps before we were there. Um, many years ago when we did a, like a split test and tune day with WRL, um, I did it on my CRX. And like, I did not love the place at all then because I was like sorting out a car because the car was going to be rented for an STC majors race the next day. We were doing a Friday and I was bringing it to Blackhawk on Friday night and Saturday, Sunday it was going to be rented by Alan Skillicorn for a majors race to qualify for runoffs. Um, so it had to be like sorted and like I was fighting some things. So I, I ended up fixing it at the track, which was good, but like I didn't love the track because I was fighting the car. Uh, couldn't memorize it, couldn't visualize it, you know, just was staring at gauges and stuff. But I really fell in love with it driving the fit, dude. Like, yeah, I can see why people like that place now. Um, well, uh, I've not driven Road America at speed, but it is to me one of those big, scary tracks. Um, it ain't that scary in the fit. I don't <laughs> like driving at Road Atlanta, but I did right. like driving Road Atlanta in a fit. Yeah, I think everything's more fun in a fit. And maybe that's because I'm a big sissy, but um, I really enjoyed it, the fit. I, I felt like at Road America, um, it was so much wide open throttle time in the fit. That, and like the braking, like a lot of cars, it's like really hard braking. You're hard braking like in five, and that's it. Like the rest of them like aren't much brake. Hard, I guess Canada too. Canada's pretty hard brake. Um, but like, yeah, it was really fun. It was like stupid amounts of fun in a Honda fit. Like, you, it, it was definitely more fun when you're near another hand of it, but like, dude, I mean, it was just a really good time. It was a well, really good um, time in a really bad car. Yeah. Well, I, I can't remember if it was on the show or otherwise where you were talking to me about trying to enter turn one um, and how you like, you need to convince yourself that you like just need to barely tap the brake. Yeah. I was way, way over braking and watching uh, uh, Kyle Carson's, uh, I think either that or Michael Ross, one of them, one of them compiled the other one's video with their own. I think it was actually, it might've been Michael. Um, they were both in the three Oh ones and like me and James are in the three Oh fours, three Oh fives, you know? Um, and me and James are in a little bit more, uh, James was P3. I was P4. Um, Jamie and James are in a little bit less prepped fits, a uh, little bit, you know, just more fun, fun cars versus pretty serious Sunday cups cars. But, um, they put their videos next to each other side by side and they're barely breaking in turn one, both of them. Um, and they take a little bit different line on their fast laps, but, um, every time I would come out of turn one, I'd be like, well, could have done that about 12 miles an hour faster, you know? Uh, but it's this like super, super fast, what looks like a really tight right-hander. And it's just like not really tight. It's actually about twice as wide as you think it is. And then every time I would enter, I'd be like, how come I can still see uh, the track on my left? And this happens like a bunch of turns, like turn five too. I'm like, I'm definitely not close enough to the edge of the track because I'm just like, I'm not doing well. Like <laughs> I just kind of suck nowadays. Uh, so I was running kind of a mediocre line and stuff and I should have, uh, I should have basically just left it in fourth cause I was ringing fourth gear out on the front straight, almost ready to ship to fifth. And I was pretty deep in fifth, like dropping into five. So five was definitely faster in the fit than turn one was. Um, it's cause you don't downhill. have any horsepower and you, you yeah, probably lose helps. speed up the hill. No, you do. It goes from like 84, 85, 84, 83, 85, 86. Like it starts to drop again. I'd really, um, if anyone has Apex Pro data for that, I'd really like to see it. 
I'm sure a bunch of people got it. Um, there was a bunch of them in cars this weekend when I was in Grid. I spent a lot of my time in Grid this weekend, but because I didn't have to touch the car, like I would use it as a golf cart most of the time. Check the oil, you know, pop the hood for no reason because I never had any problems. Just look at it for a minute and be like, wow, that's easy. Um, but turn one, like I could have just left it in fourth, stabbed the brakes hard to set the car, and then right back to wide open throttle. Well, I don't want to like yeah. jinx it, but I feel like the um, the the drivers who are starting to get fast in the fits, um, yeah, are are really going to be pushing that tra- the chassis to the absolute limit, and. I keep expecting that at like one point someone's going to screw up and the car's just going to like take a tumble. Um, well, we've, we've like had one. We, we had a couple of crashes. But we really haven't seen that yet. And like, man, just maybe I'm not going fast enough, but I've I've never felt out of control in a fit. Um, I mean, we had a couple. I mean, uh, Kyle crashed his at Mid-Ohio. I remember. Um, I don't remember yeah, where, have, and I don't remember the story. I think he looped it coming out of Thunder Valley, the left-hander, I think he looped it and spun into the wall driver left when you're going direction before the carousel. Okay. I think. It's like a pretty common front-wheel drive loop place. Um, I'm pretty sure that's where he hit, but I can't remember. Exactly. Yeah, I, in that spot, if you turn in too early, the uh, like the car will, um, the rear end will get weird, right? Or, or um, a couple of times I've seen people put it too far off to the right uh, or too far off to the left entering and like there's the curb is just a little hard on the left and it'll upset the car or you put it too far off to the right you dip a wheel into the grass uh, on the on the exit and uh, whoop, and then spin around so um, but yeah it, uh, it you gotta that that's one spot where I've seen a bunch of front wheel drive cars loop it so like probably six of my friends have crashed there hmm. um, but. Yeah, I mean, I didn't feel out of control at all in the fit at Road America. There was a couple of times where I, uh, I almost put two wheels off, but like in turn five, like getting a little bit too aggressive, you know, you jump the curb too much on the inside, and the car drifts out, and you get on the, the heavy rumbles out to the outside of the track exit. Um, and I like almost dipped a wheel there, uh, but that was as wild as it got, and that's pretty tame. Well, you know, uh, as you were talking about it, I was thinking about somebody that I hadn't seen in a long time and they may have uh, showed up to Honda meet, but I wasn't present at Honda meet. Uh, I just realized that I haven't seen Levi since last year. Yeah. Levi was at Honda meet and I think he was, he was at uh, the Mikey Wankfest day. Oh yeah. And I think he was at spring kickoff just hanging out. I can't remember, but uh, yeah, they, he kind of took the, Levi Brown took some of the, uh, the year off of car things. He's just been doing, uh, he got a new job, been uh, driving trucks, doing, doing camping stuff with his wife, hanging out with stocks. So, um, Simple life. Yeah. I mean, not the worst thing to only go to the racetrack a couple times a year. Like that sounds kind of nice nowadays. But. I mean, I go to the racetrack a lot of times a year. Uh, I should probably only drive a few times. I, uh, I drove, I think I only drove four times this year, which is pretty lame. Um, I don't know for me, like it's been a little while. Um, maybe I drove five or six. I drove five or six. Yeah. I drove at Blackhawk. I forgot about that. I raced, I raced in all the races at Blackhawk. If, um, like if driving on track scratches an itch it, uh, in the past, I wanted to do it a lot, a lot, a lot. And now like, you know, like I'll, I'll do here and there and like feel pretty good about it and then be like, all right, no, like I'm, I'm good now. It, uh, it's a big job, especially, you know, if you're, if you're working two jobs, it's a big job to just, just get the car prepped, just get the car there. It's like a hassle, you know? 
Yeah. Um, I uh, speaking of I'm, that, I need to uh, I need to rewire uh, one of the uh, lights on my tow dolly because when the tire exploded, it must have taken out the wiring for it uh, because it doesn't work right now. Got to fix that. Yeah. Got to fix that, dude. Got to fix that. Um, yeah, the uh, tow dolly wiring on my tow dolly is pretty mediocre as well, and I'm not fixing it, but I probably should. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, but yeah, you were saying scratch is an itch, right? Um, and I've heard a lot of people talk about the, the itch scratching and, oh, I got to do it, got to do it. Um, and then toward, towards like the middle, towards the end of the year this year, like I didn't have that itch anymore. Like it was like, yeah, I really don't feel like driving anymore. And that kind of bummed me out. And then this fit kind of reignited some of that, which was cool. After mid-Ohio, like I was pretty over it because my engine blew up in the hatchback and it's like, ugh. I mean, it didn't explode, explode, but like it blew an oil pump. So it's probably, it's probably borked, you know, but, um, yeah, Th- the, this is your life. Yeah. Like I'm kind of, I'm just like, just got kind of over having that as my life. Um, so, uh, but now <laughs> dude, just tonight I went to go get, get the fluids to change in the car tonight or tomorrow. Um, and I'm just like ripping around and I'm just like at wide open throttle all the time in this thing. I'm not really going fast. Like this thing is just straight up fun, dude. Like uh, sometimes you need an easy, fun car, and I think right now is the time I needed that. So I'm glad we got this stupid thing in my life. I can't remember if I said it on the last show, but uh, um, Kevin uh, put BC coilovers on my fit to make it like you know Sunday Cup ready, and oh, he um, he said that it was unbearable uh, to drive on a coilover uh, in Chicago. And so right. he, he basically um, opened the dampers to full soft, right. uh, which maybe is fine when you're driving over potholes in Chicago. But like when I started driving it, it was it felt as if the dampers were not functional, right? Like it would just like the, the, the body would rock back and forth on gear changes like there just wasn't any damping at all. Really? And I, I was like, what's going on with this thing? And he's like, oh, yeah, the dampers are full soft. And so... Um, I stiffened the rears quite a lot to at least uh, prevent it from pitching a whole bunch uh, just on acceleration. Um, but then apparently the one, the adjustment up um, for the towers on the front, a little bit harder. So I haven't done that yet, but at a minimum, like at least it doesn't rock back and forth when I'm driving. I didn't know the thing had coilovers on. I figured it was all stock. Nope. Um, yeah. The, the BCs are like okay out of the box. That's what we put on the Grid Life Spec Fit, James's car now. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they're a little bit soft, spring ready. Um, if you if you wanted to make it better in the future, Redshift uh, revalves them. Uh, a couple of people revalve them actually, but it's just like a regular monotube shock, you know, um, and puts like pimp fluid in it and stuff. Um, and uh, I think I think. Pete Lindbergh has red shift revalves on his. Um, but yeah, I didn't know you had all the, I didn't know you had that many goodies on there, man. Yeah. That is a freaking deal. You got a good deal on that car. Yeah, I know. Jeez. Yeah. Here I am thinking I got, uh, here, here I am thinking I'm cool because I got cut springs on mine, dude. Well, I mean, uh, like, y- you deal in that dirtbag stuff just like I do. Don't, don't act like you don't. The, the, uh, the, the, the valving adjustment on those things is probably just rebound though. So it probably isn't going to change like the way it rides a whole lot. 
like compression's compression. It's gonna bang around, you know. Um, but I've been to Kevin's house, and Kevin's area is Pothole City. You know, he lives he lives in uh, his streets are at least fifty years old around his house. I can see how he would hate it. Sure. Yeah, and Chicago is just pretty mediocre. You know, we get a lot of freeze and thaw and a lot of bad pavement. So, um, yeah, I could see how that would be kind of unbearable, especially if he's doing a bunch of around town. It would be a pretty crashy, but um, that thing might have good pads on it too. You it it might. I don't know. I just don't want to take any chances. That's all. Yeah. All right. You sound like you got two track cars now. So. I know. Nice. And uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, the deal has been I'm going to let the guys at the winning formula thrash on it at the track because I'm always right. going to be taking it because I want, uh, you know, a car to just be able to run around in whatever. Um, and they're going to they're going to help me take care of it. And Evan wants to modify it for me. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Anybody buy that sway bar yet? Uh, I think Jared's working on it. Yeah, it's that's the that's a good jam. You got to have a sway bar. Um, but we're into this now for 33 minutes. Uh, we should probably say thanks to um, the patrons. Uh, we've got a very special deal coming for uh, coming up for you here on this uh, Patreon episode that we're going to record here in a minute. And uh, FCP Euro and by uh, Apex Pro. Yeah. So uh, look for, for Gen 2 availability um, on the websites and uh, go, I mean, what is it? Uh, Andrew is going to some events and doing some stuff and uh, doing demos. And I think Tom O'Gorman was, was demoing at road America. And um, I think that those folks have a kind of a good um, product. I think it works really well. I think it's getting better and better too. Um, pretty, pretty impressive. Anyway, we appreciate everybody that supports the show and all you Dumbos listening. Uh, we're we're getting into the off season, so expect the quality to maybe go up a little bit more. Or no, <laughs> I mean, I expect the frequency to go up. I mean, yeah, I think that's what we can commit to. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Uh, yeah, the quality. I mean, we might have found our home there. This this might be this might be the the product we make. I don't know. Um. Cool. We'll uh, we'll do a quick uh, a quick Patreon show. We'll talk to you all there if you're there, and if you're not, well, that's okay too. So. See you, dudes. Slip Angle was created by Austin Cabot and Adam Jubay, co-hosted by Derek Yarbrough and production by Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes, and come and find us in the pits at a grid live to say hello. Hello.